Hello, everybody. Welcome to Zared's Record. I'm your host, Zared here. And as you can see here, I'm out in the outdoors. The weather is nice. A little cloudy, but uh, we, can, we can manage. It's better than the Texas humidity. And so I'll take it. Today, I wanted to talk about something I actually just came up with this morning. Uh, I came up with it a few days ago, but I expanded a little bit upon it this morning as I was um, getting ready for the show. Today, I wanted to talk about separating the art from the artists. And if you guys uh, have trouble doing that, or if you just don't really care and you can just eh, separate it from the artists. Because I find myself sometimes uh, asking that question of whether or not I should and should not listen to some people's music based on what they have done or what they're convicted of. So that is the topic for today. But before I get into that, as always, if you want to support me, make sure you look in the description of the YouTube channel. If you're watching this, you can see I have my Springfield Armory um, shirt on with the Hodge Twins USA hat on. And I am outside and outdoors behind me. There's a, a stack of, uh, there's a stack of, I guess someone went through and started doing trimming on the trees. Some trees in the background, greenery, all of that. It just recently started raining uh, pretty heavy a few days ago. So everything's nice and lush. Um, if you're not watching this and you're listening to this on any of the streaming platforms, which are also in the description of the YouTube video, if you want to get this in the audio only form, then go ahead and check that out. Um, check the description of the audio-only streaming services, and you can have the link to my YouTube channel, to all my Instagram, I mean my Instagrams, all my social medias, and you can look, go to the RSS platform, and it has a YouTube link for my channel that I suggest you guys go to so you can give me some more subscribers, give me a little bit of a fan base, you know, as well as making sure that on both sites you leave me a rating you on youtube you either like it on the streaming services you give me a one star review uh, make sure you comment on either one um i guess in in, in the audio only streaming service porn you just leave me a one star review and leave your comment in there to make sure that you tell me that i'm a ultra super mega mega racist and on youtube make sure that you um clown on me and make sure that you say that i'm a homophobe all right now, getting back to the question that I had at the top of the video here, at the top of the, the podcast, top of this episode. Do you have trouble or is it easy for you to separate the art from the artists? Now, I bring this up because I was watching a video um, by Tank and Jay Valentine, the R&B Muddy podcast. I was watching and listening to that. And Tyrese had a, they have a segment in there where they say they give a top five artist songs um, and whatever, all of that, the top five picks of their, their choice, of the guest choice. And Tyrese had to pick right off the bat, first one, no hesitation, R. Kelly. And Tegan J. Valentine, they have no problem with R. Kelly. They say, you know what, you, we're not, we're not going to argue. R. Kelly is up there. You say what you want, bro. And, and I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not going to sit here now. That's my opinion. My opinion is I do not condone, and they don't either, as far as I know, support R. Kelly with the piss tapes, 
And the, uh, am I crooked a little bit? Hold on. Sorry, I'm fixing the camera here a little bit. That's better. Anyway. Oh, yeah, that's fixing the, uh, the camera there. And going back to what I was saying, R. Kelly, none of us condone the piss tapes where he's taking pisses on, on, um, on girls, on teenage girls. We're not rock, we don't rock with him going crazy um, with some teenage girls. We don't rock with that, all right? And we don't rock with the Aaliyah 15-year-old marriage thing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not cool. If you were if you were Muslim, that would be cool. So I just, but I also at the same time I can't help, but to really, but bang that bro's music. I, I just I cannot, and most people cannot. I mean, you can, everyone knows Ignition, all right. I'm running my hands through and fro, bouncing on twenty fours. Let me try to try to give me that VV, try to get that do do. Everyone's rocking to that ignition. Same thing was I, I believe I could fly. I mean, there's no denying that man made some songs that everyone knows and everyone rocks with. But is that justification for us not to listen to his music? And morally, I would say yes. Uh, it's a very, it's a very conflicting question for me because morally and this is just in general morally people shouldn't listen to the bro's music because of what he has done and um i and it's, it's actually really funny i saw a video a while ago back when he was doing y'all killing me with this sh i'm fighting for my life when he was doing all that he was doing all that crying and begging and all that better he was uh there it was during the whole court phase where he was being sent to court to be sentenced and to find out what it is that he actually did and what he's being um, proven guilty of. And there was videos of the prosecutors bringing in, and if you're watching on, on the streaming services, I'm doing the actual, um, what I'm about to describe here. But the prosecutors and detectives were pushing the, uh, pushing carts of evidence stacked with boxes, uh, basically like five feet, Five feet high, worth of I'm five ten, so like five, five feet high of evidence and boxes of files, and going into the courtroom, and there was like three of them. There was one lawyer, another lawyer, another attorney, or whatever, whoever they were, and I was like, wow, bro, this bro going away forever. <laughs> there's no way. There's that much evidence, and it'd be one thing if it was that just the whole Me Too movement, which spawned this whole. New Age garbage feminism. But, I mean, at some point, when you see that many files, and you have been, you know, no notorious for having piss tapes, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not, you know, in America, you're innocent until proven guilty. So I'm not going to say he's guilty. But all I can say is, is I don't know, there's a lot of evidence, man. <laughs> so that's the just conflicting question for me, is... Man, I bang that bro's music. Everyone does. He goes crazy. But should we should we jam his music? Cause we are, I guess, cause then we are supporting the men. 
And even though people would listen to music, because like I said, if you if you actually think about how you're listening to the music, if you like, well, you know, well, our college just makes great music. You know, I don't rock with him, and it's kind of like a selfish endeavor where you're just doing whatever makes you um, entertained, really. But I guess that's kind of the point, right? So it's not. I don't know. It's a very tough question. And let's bring up another example. Uh, let me actually. Let me. Let me. Instead of me trying to figure it out, let me actually just pull it up. Um, Michael Jackson. Now, this one right here. Now, Michael Jackson is goaded amongst everybody in the entire world. Everyone, there's not there's not gonna be one person who's gonna argue with you that Michael Jackson is the goat. Just he has probably the best album ever made. Is everyone says it? There's a consensus, and he's arguably the greatest entertainer slash dancer of all time, universally known. And, of course, this has never been proven true so far. But the whole Neverland tape uh, documentary of Michael Jackson and his uh, indoor... Like, he had this weird amusement park in his house, pretty much, that he would invite kids over to. And there's actually an interview of him saying um, he he invites boys over and they sleep with him in his own bed. You can look that up on YouTube. You can literally just look it up about Michael Jackson sleeps with boys in his bed. I'm not I'm just making that up. And again, he's innocent until proven guilty. But a lot of people seem to be on the I don't rock with Michael Jackson side. Well, actually, that's a lie. He's a minority because, like I said, he's universally loved. So I don't know about all that. Now let's get into another one that I personally have been, this is kind of what brought about, about the question for me, is uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Now, anybody who knows me, anybody who's ever asked, and I, maybe they didn't ask, but I said it anyway, that my favorite show of all time before I saw <laughs> Better Call Saul, oh, before I saw Better Call Saul, my bad, um, was... Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is my second favorite show right behind Better Call Saul. The acting is so the acting is incredible. The 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 story is incredible. It's interesting. It pulls you in. It really does actually tell a story throughout the five seasons of Breaking Bad. Now, I've watched that show. I watch that show maybe twice a year. The past three years. I've probably watched it about twice a year. Because I love it that much. It entertains me that much that I just, I'm, I don't know. It's very weird. I'm not one to go back and do um, something over again. If uh, you know, I'm playing a, playing a game, I don't ever go through the story again. I don't do the New Game Plus stuff. As soon as I'm done, I'm done with it. If there's no multiplayer, I'm, not gonna, I'm pretty much not going to continue playing it. But recently... And this was during the whole um, BLM garbage. Aaron Paul was saying, ah, ah, this has to stop. Black people, we, we stand for you. And Brian Cranston also saying that if Trump gets elected, if he, if he is the president, then he's going to leave America, which he didn't do, obviously, because none of them mean it. Um, I suggest that people who 
believe that this country is so corrupt and so against the whatever group, victim group, hey, you can go ahead and leave. In fact, um, I encourage you to leave. Nobody wants you here. We don't want you here. I don't want you here. Nobody wants you here. And you can go ahead and leave if there's somewhere better, like you always say there is. But of course, you're not going to do that because you're just a you're, you're just a wuss with a hard P. You're a wussy hard P. So I should say that's going to be my new thing. And you're a full fact. Now, that in itself is why it is it's like wow, Aaron Paul is super super cringy. Same thing with Brian. That bro is cringe. They're about as left as you can be. Um, they're on Jimmy Kimmel, so that gives you any indication of where their standings are. And I, it's just weird. Cause, but Aaron Paul does such a good job, and so does Brian Cranston about playing such a character, like Heisenberg or, um, I guess, Walter White, and then Jesse Pinkman, that... I, I don't ever see them as Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston because, you know, that's what an actor's job is to portray somebody else that's not them. And I guess that's kind of why they, you know, now I'm thinking about it, that kind of makes sense why actors are always to the left of what they're always in the on the wrong side publicly to their best interests um, because they're always faking. They're, they're, they've made a career out of faking whatever it is that they're doing. That's what they do for a living. And so, when I heard Aaron Paul, oh, black people, we stand with you and say their names. We love Breonna. I'm doing these motions that he was doing. He was grabbing his forehead, rubbing his forehead, rubbing his forehead from his, from the top of his head out down to his chin. And be like, oh, we stand with you, Breonna Taylor and all this. And I was just like, bro, come on, bro. You just, you just so, you're so corny. You're really, you're really corny, bro. I don't know what else to tell you. You you a cornball. But I still watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> and Brian Cranston, you know, I still watch Breaking Bad. And Malcolm in the Middle's goaded as well. I grew up watching that. So separating the art from the artist, I guess now that I'm looking about it and I'm talking about it now, I actually do have a problem with that. <laughs> because morally I know I shouldn't support these uh these idiots and these restarts these restarted people, but I can't help but be entertained. And I guess that comes down to the human condition, right? Just selfishness, which we all fall into no matter who it is. We all do it. Uh, it's the same thing with Kendrick Lamar. Uh, the My favorite hip-hop album of all time, hip-hop album of all time, my bad, I can't speak is uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, which it goes along and it's, it's, uh, it came out in 2015 and the entire theme of the album is about Kendrick's struggle as a black man and Kendrick's struggle just in general against his people, the black community. And a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the themes in the, in this, in the album I do agree with. He talks about how Black people are always pretty much in this slave mindset. And he actually says this in one of his interviews of constantly feeling like they're not, they're, they're not supposed to succeed because that's what 
the white man or that's what whatever systemic thing is going on is against them. It's made to be against them. And he wants to break free. He wants to, not only does he want to break free himself, which he did to a certain extent, he is a mainstream artist, so I don't know how far that goes, of course. But he is trying to convince his the, he trying to convince his people is what he would say that he, you can be like him if you just break free of this mindset and so a lot of the themes I do agree with in the most prob- problematic cultures um, in, in America are is the black culture but the black community um, you're not allowed to think for yourself otherwise you're an Uncle Tom you're not really black um, Joe Biden saying you're not really black if you vote for a Republican and that's the whole point of it. They call Larry Elder the the black face of white supremacy. And Kendrick Lamar and some of his performances has been very um, black people in handcuffs take away my rights type of thing. I'm doing the Gangnam Style pretty much is what they did in them on that VMA performance. But you know, of course, because unfortunately. They cannot see past the uh, what did I say the the nuances of society and the problems that come along with it. People have hijacked his song "All Right" uh, during Black Lives Matter to pretty much fit everything that the song is not. Um, the beginning of the song starts off, "All my life I had to fight." Yeah, so it's just. But if you actually listen to that song, I mean, he's saying, yeah, the only reason that you're giving me attention is because I have money and that no matter what we go through, we're going to be all right. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Can we, we going to be all right. It's been hijacked and that's how it goes. Got to hijack it all because so, that way you, he's black. So we got to support black, even though we're not paying attention to what he's saying. And so it really is funny how all these NPC morons that are just going along with someone who they they idolize pretty much. Um, this is why companies nowadays, um, recently, and I bring this up because of Anheuser Busch has been in the news as of the past two weeks, but last week in particular, the last eight hundred million dollars in one day. Because they're 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 doing this gay stuff that nobody rocks with. The majority of people are not gay. They don't want to see any of this gay stuff. And I'm I keep saying it over and over again because I don't want to see this gay stuff. Nobody does. Nobody cares. Go suck dudes off in the corner, like everyone else, and go make sure that you can't hold in your own excrement. Is what I'll say. Make sure you can't hold it in anymore. We have to wear diapers because it just falls out of you now. Man, it's just, ah, sorry. Anyway, these people, these companies, uh, there's a reason why they push the same thing over and over again um, to people who, because the majority of people, like I said, aren't with all this gay stuff. And they're not with a lot of this devil worshiping. The reason that they continue to push this is because, one, they want you to, they want to keep, because they're going to keep doing it to make sure that you feel as if you can't do anything about it. Like, oh, well, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to keep doing this, and you're going to keep supporting me, and you're not going to do a damn thing about it. And and to a certain to a certain extent, they are true recently. They, they haven't done anything. There was this whole go woke, go broke 
um, thing, a saying, but it doesn't actually work because if the true go woke, go broke saying was true, then other companies wouldn't do that because then they would, by definition, go broke if they went woke. And it hasn't, it hasn't happened. And so what the community, I mean, what the, what the industries, music industry, entertainment industry, beer industry, and um, Hershey's, which is really funny, industry did with the chocolate industry, candy industry did. Same thing, M&M's, Hershey's, um, Sour Patch, and anything. Anyway, what they're trying to do is instead of supplying the demand that their customers want, instead of supplying a product that their customers want, they're saying, you know what, go for yourself because you're going to buy it anyway. And then on top of that, oh, you may not like it, but you're going to like it because we're going to keep doing it and you're going to keep buying it. And, but, and instead of us supplying your demand, you're going to supply our demands. You're going to do it anyway. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, huh? That's, what, that's the way they run. That's the way the government runs. That's the way the government runs their bureaucracies and just their power in general recently. And the same thing with all the companies. So the two question is, what are you going to do about it? And I say, like I told you, what do you, you want to do? And so these companies and the government go along with mentally raping the children and physically killing themselves, or physically killing them. And what are you going to do? Let's see here. Let's see here. But I guess in a way, it's... I, they don't really see it. Well, I guess that's the common theme, right? The common theme that I've said before, said before is that they don't ever see through what their ideology actually is, what the solution is going to be or what the outcome is going to be in the end. So with this ideology of being gay and being trans and killing your kids and if not killing them, then making sure that they can't reproduce in the future and making sure that you, you take a scalpel to their nuts, you, you take them all, take it all out, you cut it off, you cut off... You cut off breasts, you cut off everything that works, right? Because if you don't kill them in the womb, then we got to make sure we kill them uh, mentally and then probably, and then they'll kill themselves. So problem solved. Look, it's a, it's a self-solving problem for them anyway. That's the way they see it. I don't see it that way. But they, they never see the end of their ideology. Their ideology is basically saying we're not going to, and maybe that is the, most people don't ever see it this way, but I think the higher-ups do see it this way, is that they're, ideology is going to be that since all right we're going to kill all the kids right before they're even born all right that's population decrease number one population decrease number two well if they are born then we're going to make sure that they can't reproduce ever again that's population decrease number two population decrease number three is well okay now that they're in this transgender surgery they'll, they'll just blow their brains out uh, here's population decrease number four. Okay, well, they're going to go out and attack other people, so um, now we can get rid of all the other people. But then those people, I'm hoping they'll stand up and start... Bah, bah, bah. Listen, I don't condone nonsensically killing, but if someone comes at you trying to take your life... Bah, bah, bah. Go ahead. I support that. I support that all the way. And in fact, that's why I want more people to get guns because people are getting crazy nowadays. And so people want to get crazy, you go crazy back at them, all right? So is it, that's, that's the, the whole, I, in ideology, what is it? Is uh, everyone's dead and we can't repopulate. So 
I mean, I guess that's kind of a bright side for us, right? Um, I mean, it's sad to see humans die, but they obviously don't care about humans and we care about them, but all right, whatever. I guess it'll solve itself out, right? Like I said, a self-solving problem. <laughs> it's a self-solving problem. They're the 46% of people that kill themselves. So, and again, it's not, it's, it's, it's a feature of it, all right? In the name of ESG, probably in the name of the religion of, in the environment. Um, another thing that they always like to say is, well, we can't have too many people, and that's how they justify it, of course. Well, the reason why we can't have as much population right now or in the future is because then what about climate change? We need to decrease the population, and so, but of course, I mean, the rightful, I mean, I think the, the, the just answer in that, in that question, or not question, that statement, is, uh, well, how, uh, how come you don't do it first? Yeah, you go, yeah, you go ahead. Um, you go ahead and get right on that. I'm not advocating suicide. Never would. In fact, I do not. But that is a question that you should ask them. Oh, okay, well, if you want to decrease the population, how about you start? Yeah, go ahead. You can go ahead and get started, and then if we like what you do, then we'll go ahead and go along with it, right? But of course, they're not going to do that because it's not about the human race. It's about them, okay? That's the way it goes. And so, there is a lot. I actually put this in last second. I don't know if I'm going to get to it. I think I might put it at the end if anyone's curious to watch it on YouTube. But I have a list here of woke companies. And it's from Dave Seminara. It's a complete list of woke companies updated of 2023. And there's a lot. And it's always, in a, of course, it's the biggest company. So, if you want to go ahead and look that up. If you want to look at all of those, I'll go ahead and put it into the... Uh, in the video here at the end I don't think I'm gonna commentate over it but uh, what I wanted to do maybe if I keep doing this which I think I will depending on when the subscription runs out was what I wanted to do was maybe at the end of an episode I'd do a song cover or I'd sing my own songs as a uh, I don't know to show off vocal ability and just because I like singing so much and I don't know. Maybe it's something to be interesting. It would send me apart a little bit, all right? I guess. I mean, that's something that sent me apart a little bit. But, uh, I don't know. That's pretty much it. I, that's pretty much all I got for you. I'm tired of all this. I'm not tired of it. It's just corny at this point. It's just like, wow, you're so boring. But anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This is Zared. This has been Zared's record, of course. Before you go, make sure you look at the description of both the streaming service episode on this episode and on the YouTube, it's all going to be there. Make sure you give me a follow and make sure you call me racist, a homo, um, whatever else. Make sure make sure you call me pretty much anything that you want that you can think of and I'll make sure to pin it. And uh, listen to my songs, listen to my music, listen to my newest song, Speak to This Out on everywhere that you can have, that you can listen to music as well as my first EP, Emergence. Thank you, everybody. We out you, baby.